Hey everyone, welcome back to your daily dose of body love and we are on day five. If you're just joining us, I recommend that you do go back to the start as it makes much more sense that way. So yesterday we looked at products being peddled at us and how they make us feel that we need to change our bodies. Today we'll be talking about another piece of this negative body image puzzle which is called the objectification theory and the complexities of comparison culture. Objectification theory is actually a feminist theory that examines how patriarchal society and the male gaze influences our body image and yeah this is a big one and the experiences of objectifications can include viewing highly sexualized media images as well as objectifying comments so things that you hear or said things like um she's got really good legs or cat calling great tits love yuck stuff like that so this type of dialogue can really lead us women to self-objectifying and viewing our own body from an external perspective from the male gaze as an objective desire so rather than seeing your whole self as a multifaceted human being These experiences of objectification reduce women to their body or the sum of their their body parts, such as good tits, nice smile, thick legs, pudgy waist. Sounds all pretty horrific when you spell it out like that. And when women objectify their own bodies, they can also engage in constant monitoring and scrutiny So monitoring behaviours such as constant weighing, body checking, pinching skin, constantly appraising appearance in mirrors. And when we objectify ourselves like this, it can affect many different aspects of our lives and lead us into, as we know, eating disorders, depression, anxiety, how we value sex, how we experience enjoyment and pleasure. So now that you know a little bit more about what objectification theory means, we should really begin to identify it more and hopefully combat it. For today's task, I want you to look at the essence of what makes you, you. So take out your pen and paper and or the note section on your phone. And I want you to make a list of all the things that, that you are beyond your appearance. So I want you to think deeply about what makes you you and list everything on that page. Don't hold back, make the list as long as you can. Think about all of your values, your qualities or interests. What are the important parts of your identity? What excites you? What would you like to be remembered one day? As Or, or are you a good listener? Maybe someone who's really generous or, you know, a good way, I guess, to put it or to think about it is ask your friends, what, how do you think they would view you or what would they say? Ask them if you like. This list will then serve as a good reminder that you're so much more than the way that you look. And I want you to take a look back and really observe what you've written. 
is there anything on that list that's really important to you or something that you've neglected lately? Can you start making more time for that? Could really be something so simple as calling a friend that you haven't spoken to for a while or taking time to read a new book, test a new recipe, doing things that bring positive energy into your life is a really great way of connecting with yourself and carving out time to care for yourself, which has got to be one of my all-time favourite things today. It's human nature to compare ourselves and our lives to others. And according to social comparison theory, this can sometimes be a useful adaptive process to see how we measure up. And in some cases, it can be motivating and reassuring that you're doing okay. But when it comes to our bodies, appearance comparisons are generally detrimental to body image. We tend to exclusively compare up to those who we deem to have better bodies than us. And this process ends us leaving up, ends us feeling worse about our bodies. And research statistics that I find was that 33% of women said that comparing themselves with others had had a negative impact on their body confidence. It wouldn't be right to talk about comparison without, men- without mentioning the force of social media behind it. It's now so easy to compare yourself with others online that doing so is now becoming such a deep-rooted part of our culture. So what can we do about it? Well, step one is awareness. Notice when you're making an appearance comparison. Step two, are you making a fair comparison? Is it fair to compare a body of someone maybe in their 30s or 40s with that of a a 19 or a 20 year old, for example? Or the body of someone who maybe works in an office but has a personal trainer? So probably not right. Step three, notice what it is that you're comparing is it a specific part body part or for example like are you comparing your legs with someone who you think has got better legs than you i mean what does that even mean why are we inadvertently reducing that person and yourself to a pair of legs crazy right next step four would be a Be objective about it and verbalising what you're doing. And this will help you to clarify the ridiculousness of this situation. For example, comparing your, you know, maybe be your post baby, you know, 30 year old stomach to the stomach of a 18 year old. And when you put that into, you clarify that, it sounds less than rational. But finally, zoom out and look at the bigger picture. I was hung up about my boobs when I was 16. And obviously now I'm not. But your body will change. It will keep changing and that's a fact of life. So for this activity, we're going to identify your appearance comparison trap and outline um, a little action plan to combat these. So again, another pen and paper exercise. So I want you to start off by considering those moments when you find yourself comparing most. 
when or who do you tend to compare yourself with or to? How do you feel when you're making that comparison? And what is the action that you take to disrupt that comparison process? Could it be that you log out of the app, you can follow on certain accounts, you could distract yourself or something else? But zoom out and think about the bigger picture and all of the things that makes you, you. You could even think about the person that you're comparing yourself against and how they would be maybe comparing themselves against you. Remember that you can pause and listen to those questions again, but take some time to really think about them. And if you do have some time to keep thinking about this, we're going to do a similar exercise as we did to yesterday. I encourage you to think about the things that make you unique and do something that you love, something that makes you feel really happy and energized. Because when we are only focused on placing our values on our bodies, we end up shrinking our worlds. So today, make yours big and bright. To close today's session, we're going to take three deep breaths in and out and repeat the following mantra. I don't need to compare my whole self to someone else's body. I don't need to compare my whole self to someone else's body. I don't need to compare my whole self to someone else's body. Thank you so much for your commitment today as we uncovered the comparison traps that are all around us. I'd like to close today's session with that wise quote from Theodore Roosevelt. And that is, comparison is the thief of joy. And it really is. Join me tomorrow as we dive deeper into more mindful breathing exercises. And I'd really recommend finding a quiet and comfortable space to listen in tomorrow so you can really focus your attention on the session. Have a big and bright day and I'll speak to you soon.